Ladies and gentlemen, NATO just released a statement regarding the Nord Stream situation, and what I'm about to say is not a dramatization, not hyperbole at all. This is a very, very real possibility, and guys, this is the most critical situation happening right now. I'm not sure why everybody's not talking about this. We very well could be on the verge of a nuclear conflict with Russia. NATO is gearing up to blame Russia for the explosions that happened on Nord Stream 1 and 2, and Putin has declared this an act of international terrorism. Both sides are blaming each other. So we're going to read this statement from NATO, but first, smash like on this video, subscribe to this channel, and guys, there has never been a better time to get prepared. We just got hit hard by Hurricane Ian, and guys, I'm telling you right now, the thing that gave us the most peace of mind in the middle of a, a potential emergency was having emergency food supplies up in our closet ready to go if we needed it. Take my word for it, guys. Do not wait for the emergency to happen. Get prepared now by going to preparewithnickmoseater.com. If you click the link in the description, you can save $50 on a four-week emergency food kit. It ships fast to your door. It's made in America. You'll have over 2,000 calories per day of breakfast, lunches, and dinners. And it has a 25-year shelf life, so it's there for you and your family when you need it. So go to preparewithnickmoseater.com. That's preparewithnickmoseater.com. Now, we're going to read this statement from NATO in just a second, but guys... Understand that I'm not trying to be dramatic when I say we very well could be on the verge of a nuclear conflict with Russia. And guys, I'm not saying that just based on the explosion that happened on Nord Stream 1 and 2. This has been brewing for a long time. Guys, we were supposed to have an agreement with Russia. NATO agreed not to expand east of Germany years ago. This was an agreement. And yet, every single president since that agreement has been expanding NATO east pissing off Russia. And then in 2014, we had a coup which was orchestrated by Victoria Nuland, the Obama administration, and the CIA to install a pro-NATO leader, Vladimir Zelensky. Then we start funding gain-of-function research biolabs in Ukraine where they're researching genetically specific bioweapons aimed at the Russians. And obviously we gave them nuclear capabilities as well aimed at Russia. So Russia's not too happy about that. They don't like the fact that they have a potential NATO ally on their border. So they invade to take back the territory. And then, you know, as this is playing out, it could have been over in a second. But then we start funding Ukraine to the tune of $70 billion to prop up their economy and their military. So this in and of itself could be perceived as an act of war by Russia. We've also put massive economic sanctions on Russia, pissing them off more, and they've retaliated by cutting off the energy supply. Now, Europe has felt the real effects of this, and there's been literal protests in the streets of people demanding that their government ease up the sanctions on Russia so they can get the energy supply flowing again. Clearly, the economic sanctions from the West put on Russia were not nearly as effective as Putin cutting off the energy supply to Europe because... I mean, the inflation in Europe was out of control. The energy prices were out of control. Everybody was getting sick and tired of it. And there was civil unrest unfolding. There were thousands of people taking to the streets demanding that their government de-escalate the sanctions, right? So Europe was about to crack. And then all of a sudden, the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines explode. And with the explosion of these two pipelines goes all of Putin's leverage on Europe. I mean, there's really no reason to de-escalate the sanctions now because... There's no, there's no chance of that pipeline being turned back on. So when you're trying to figure out who's to blame for this, because apparently we haven't figured that out yet, you have to ask yourself first, who benefits? Is it Russia? Well, no. Why the hell would Putin blow up the pipeline, which gives Russia all of this leverage over Europe? I mean, why would Putin damage and weaken his own position both economically and within this conflict? The whole idea that Russia did this to themselves makes absolutely no sense. However, NATO is gearing up to make that declaration, and guys, this is very, very serious. 
I want you guys to read uh, or listen to me read this statement from NATO, which was released today. The damage to the Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2 pipelines in international waters in the Baltic Sea is of deep concern. All currently available information indicates that this is the result of deliberate, reckless, and irresponsible acts of sabotage. These leaks are causing risk to shipping and substantial environmental damage. We support the investigations underway to determine the origin of the damage. We, as allies, have committed to prepare for, deter, and defend against the coercive use of energy and other hybrid tactics by state and non-state actors. Any deliberate attack against allies' critical infrastructure would be met with a united and determined response. Now, that last statement is the most important part of this. Any deliberate attack against allies' critical infrastructure would be met with a united and and determined response. Now, the Nord Stream pipeline would be considered Germany's critical infrastructure, Germany being a NATO ally. If these investigations determine that Russia is the culprit here, this would be declared an act of war, essentially. Now, I reposted something on Telegram from Karma Patriot, and this is a summary of a statement from Glenn Beck. And I want you guys to consider what is said here. This has put the entire world in grave danger. Important to understand, this is now non-military key infrastructure that has been destroyed. Nukes are now on the table. That gives us green light to use nukes. Non-military key infrastructure outside the borders of Ukraine has been attacked. To date, combat targets were either inside Ukraine or were military targets hit inside of Russia. The target menu now includes key civilian infrastructure, electricity, water utilities, energy production. If it isn't played calmly by every side, this could be World War III. So guys, there's a distinction being made here that up until this point, the only attacks have been on Ukrainian infrastructure inside of Ukraine, right? Well, now we have an attack outside of Ukraine on civilian critical infrastructure. And what this means is we are in a completely different ball game. Now, Russia's blaming NATO, NATO's blaming Russia, but the end result is pretty much the same here. Now, real quick, I want to jump to an article from the Intelligencer, and one sentence in here is very, very critical. So there's a German newspaper, Der Spiegel, which reported, and the New York Times confirmed this, that the CIA had given some non-specific warnings to a few countries, including Germany, that the pipeline could be a target, meaning the CIA had some sort of knowledge in advance and sent warnings to Germany and other countries that Nord Stream could be a target. So what does that tell you? It tells you that we already know who did this, and it also tells you that it was probably us. And if that is the case, it was done with the sole purpose of escalating this conflict. So there's people saying, well, hopefully cooler heads prevail here and people come to their senses and we don't escalate us into, you know, some sort of major World War Three type of conflict. But that seems to be the entire purpose behind this. I mean, why else would you do something like this? For whatever reason, the U.S. has been looking to get involved in this situation some way, somehow. Maybe it's because uh, Biden's son is on the board of Burisma and all the Democrats launder their money in Ukraine and they just can't afford for it to be uh, to fall to Russia or be exposed by Vladimir Putin. I don't know. But, you know, that's that's kind of a plausible explanation for why they cannot afford for Ukraine to fall and are, are willing to do anything at all costs to prevent that from happening. Now, let's say that Russia did destroy the pipeline. Well, why is that? Is it because of the massive economic sanctions from the West and doing this as a false flag to escalate the conflict? Well, whose fault would that be at the end of the day? 
That would also be our fault. And why did Russia invade Ukraine in the first place? Well, mostly because NATO was trying to make an ally of Ukraine a country on the border of Russia. So really, if this leads us into World War III, who am I going to be pointing my fingers at? I'm going to be pointing my fingers at the corrupt bastards in Washington, D.C. and NATO for provoking this conflict in the first place and then escalating this conflict to the point that we're at now. And not to mention, this never would have happened if Trump was the president. So, again, stolen elections have consequences. Right now, in just two years, we have wide open borders, we have record high inflation, we have food shortages, the stock market's collapsing, and we're on the verge of World War III. And that is all because of the stolen 2020 election. Now, guys, the situation we're in is very, very critical. We are in dangerous times right now. I don't say that to scare you. I don't say that to dramatize the situation. It's very real. And all we can do at this moment right now is hope for the best, but also prepare for the worst. Now, I want to thank you guys for watching this video. Please smash like and subscribe to this channel. And also consider using the affiliate link in the description to my Patriot Supply, where you can save $50 on a four-week emergency food kit. Anyways, thanks for watching, and I will see you next time.